listening to the Carl Jackson Podcast. Hey, you want to hear inspirational music and talk? Download the CJC radio app right now in the App Store. What are you waiting for? Download it now.
Okay, that was I Won't Worry by Phil and Brenda Nicholas. That song is a beast. My God, that song is a beast. That's from the new album Breakthrough on Command Records. We have with us today on the podcast, we're in sunny California in Rancho Cucamonga. And we have the legendary Phil and Brenda Nicholas. What is going on, guys? We we don't know what's about here. We start off with you. Man, please. Look, first of all, let me just say this. You guys, my mom, how I heard about Nicholas, my mom brought home God's Woman. Probably on a, on a record or probably on a record or, or a cassette. It was on a, it was on an album. It was on an album. And what happened was I heard Brenda and she did that long note at the end when she goes, no. And me and my sister went look at each other and go, how is she doing that? Because we were trying to do it, you know, our little lungs, you know, got kid baby lungs. We're trying to figure out how is she doing that note so long? And so God's woman was like my introduction to Nicholas. Wow. So I want to talk about that, but first, how are you guys doing? We've been doing good. Good. Doing Thank you, great, sir. Man. Now, where you guys have been hiding the last 15, 20 years, man? Ah, well, that's a quick story. Um, you know, we, we, as you said, we had a lot of success, and then PJ, our special needs guy, came along in, uh, in 91. And so, and y'all forgive me, I'm a little bit nasally because I... <laughs> Because I, 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 my allergies are acting crazy, but hopefully you'll be able to understand me. So anyway, uh, PJ came along. Uh, sometimes you got to take care of home first. got to get your priorities straight. And so when, we, when, when 80s and Jennifer was a baby, we could run, we were going, she was, you know, we could leave her with a baby. And by the way, Jennifer's here with us. Let's introduce Jennifer. That's your daughter, right? Our daughter, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so we could leave Jen anywhere and, and, and run. But, but yeah, I mean, we... we we didn't just abandon the child, but but you know we could go. Kind of, but not. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she said she's got issues. I'm working through it. That's why the Lord invented therapy. Amen. Okay, uh, y'all don't believe her. She ain't, that child had a day of therapy in her life. Anyway, so but but PJ came along, so we really wanted to be, be there for him, especially when he started school in uh, school age. So around mid nineties, we kind of pulled back, said we can't run everywhere. Uh, didn't record anymore, uh, stopped traveling, but we actually started doing something which kept us around home, but which kept us in the ministry. That was a thing called the Nicholas Love Cruise. And uh, we started doing where once a year we'd get away, get on a cruise, get a cruise ship, try to fill it up as much as we could uh, with Dr. Miles Monroe. Yeah. The late great doctor, and the Dr. A.R. Bernard. And uh, we did that while we continued to be able to minister to couples but still be around home and be there for PJ. And at that same time, Brenda became almost a special needs advocate. She was, you know, she really put herself into helping. Not only did she help PJ, but she was helping a lot of the other special needs kids in the school district, things like that. So PJ uh, now was 20, we were tw- at that point, 24 years old. We said the Lord released us, gave us the release to get back in the saddle and record again. So around 2008, 2009, we started thinking about it. Jennifer said, now, Dad, when y'all come back, y'all can't come back on the cane, on the walker. <laughs> Things have changed. You got to come back hitting. You got to come back. So she got in the mix. And so I said, I said well, okay, let me get some fresh young blood in the mix of the new project. And then uh, when the Lord released us to start 
McCoy to get his soldier travel again because PJ, like I said, PJ's doing well now. He's really, uh, you know, Lord's bless. He's artistic and down to a drone. He's, he's nonverbal, but we gave him a real good shot, and he's very cognizant, very aware of everything. So we were really honored and blessed that we gave him that time what as opposed like to really sure you know, pushing him a wonderful time. Philip and I have been married for 38 years and, you know, a lot of laughs and stuff, a lot of yuck yucking it up and stuff. And then, you know, we, we have our times that when we have this, uh, differences of opinion with working and stuff musically, which is really what it is and stuff. But, and we're around each other 24-7. So you really have to give and take a lot and stuff. But it's, it's we've done very well together. Love of our life. Love of my life. 38 years, he better be. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh, well, okay, now you all into the, what you call it? So what, what's the significance of this? They have the, the reason why I'm asking about marriage is because a lot of people looked up to you guys, or look up to you guys yeah. in terms of marriage. So even, my, even I did. Like, I used to literally look at the album cover. Yeah. It was the dedicated album cover. And the I Love Like This album cover. Yeah, they call it, they call and it I just the thought, they call it the Brenda was just so gorgeous. <laughs> like, she was so, you know, like little kids looking at the picture. It's like, man, she's pretty. I wish, I, I hope I get a wife that looks like her when, when I'm an, you know, when I'm an adult or whatever. It's this pretty fairy tale look, you know, to the album covers. And so I guess my question is, how did it start out? How did you guys start out with this whole concept of, marriage and gospel because you gotta remember when this record came out the one I'm holding that you gonna sign before I leave uh, words can't express right. there's a song in, on here called um, um, The Closer I Get and when I heard that song as a kid I laughed because I was hearing stuff at the beginning the story was just yeah. like oh my god it was like so vivid you can tell these vivid stories you know yeah. that's one of your gifts like you were just like the only people in gospel that can tell great stories to me is Carmen and Phil Nicholas, period. Like, you guys can tell some stories, man, it's out of this world. So, how did you... Do you ever hear Invitation, by the way? I love Invitation. Oh, you know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really know the music. God, are you serious? I have the remix. I have the remix to Try God. I have the 12 in single. It was a great, it was a great sleeve. Try God. Yes, I have that version. Did you get scared of the Invitation? No, 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 no. Okay? No, 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 no. Scared the mess out of me. Time is winding up. No, I, not time is winding up. Oh, Invitation. The dedicated record. The one that's one, on the one dedicated Yeah, record. I've heard that one. But, but to me, to me, what was more scary to me was Time is Winding Up. Really? Yeah, to me. Because wow. it was so vivid to me. Wow, like when that's I would funny. when I would listen to it, I would always be like, you know, you, you hear you hear that you, Yeah, it, well, it was the beginning of the song when you hear the 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 kind of the children of the cornfield <laughs> and I'm just like and I could see it like it was like oh my god oh my god yeah man so you don't, you don't know where it came from I don't what what you just described and thank god what you described is what I was trying to do that that little music you said the children of the cornfield it was the exorcist oh wow another level which is how I got saved yeah the extras had that little weird yeah. music, and I actually sat down and was playing. Uh, uh, a, a slower version of it. I just realized that. Yeah, that that that. Oh my god, it's kind of the same chords. That's funny. That song was more scary to me because because it because when I say scary, meaning it was vivid. You could see it. 
and it was it was and it was it was captivating. Like it it yeah. meant something. And so, well, we were now let's get back. You were you were saying the first thing you were talking about how did the, the yes, yeah, so I want to go back to my question. So yeah. how how did the concept of love and sexuality and Christian music because you guys did that first. How did how did that come about? Because I'm sure in the 80s that was taboo. Okay, it, so they said that we weren't saved when we did that. <laughs> wow. We, you know, actually the first album we did, which was Tell the World, and we had been somewhere and we sang every song on the album, and they kept they asked us back for an encore, and Phil said, "Well, I don't, we don't have any more music." And I said, "Why don't you do?" Oh, no, or you said maybe. So I know what I'll do. I'll put a little talk on uh, the front of the song as a ministry report and just. You know, sing our our wedding song, which is what we rearrange the closer I get to you for our wedding song. So um, after we sang it, everybody ran back to the table and said, "Where's that marriage song?" And we were like, "What marriage song?" And it's like they're like the song you just sang, the closer I get to you. And they're like, "We want that song. We'll buy that song when it comes out." So then our, we start saying, "Okay, maybe there's something here." And then we went back and told our producer, and he's like. We were putting that on wax immediately. And we didn't know, it's just God. We didn't know that there was a, a void in, in Christendom. Because, you know, as, you, as you're going along, you're assuming that all marriages behind closed doors are like they, like they say. And, and we just, as, as we've seen years, unfortunately, years have gone by, and it's not, it's not really like that. But it was just one of those things that God said, you guys are going to do that. So we started putting one love song on each album. But it started off with the closer I get to you. That 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 song, this, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. I brought this record because this is my favorite Nicholas record. Really? That's of all time. One? You have Tell the World? I, I, my mom liked Tell the World. A lot of people like That was her favorite. Yeah, did it in my generation. That's her favorite. And Lose Your Soul with the Stock Market Crash. I love, I love all those songs. But for some reason, I like this one because... I have a very unique ear. And what I liked about this record was it flows so perfectly. Like every song matches the next song and matches the next song. And that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. You guys did it on this record. Now, the song that I felt like... He actually has the record too, y'all. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I'm going to have him sign it so I can sell it on eBay. So listen... Um, <laughs> Um, I can do all, I can do all things. That song was a huge hit for you guys. Yeah. I remember that was being played on all the CCM radio stations. It was like in the top five, top ten songs. It was like on the radio for like three years. Y'all had other records out. They were still playing that song. What was that like? Well, they they kind of gave us um, uh, I don't know how you call it, mantle for no. They gave us the thing for for saying like you guys started a number of things like we're better than God's woman. Uh, the women's movement hadn't really, there wasn't any, before there was Women Thou Art Loose, thing like that. Uh, Andre Crouch, matter of fact, said to me, uh, he said, he, after he heard God's woman, he looked and he said, you snatched that. That's what he said. He said, that, all these women in church, all these folk, women, church full of women everywhere, and y'all have gave them an anthem. Oh, I'm going to tell you, God's woman, God's woman is the female Christian anthem even today. It's like single ladies is for Beyonce. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, people still know that song. It's there's, scary. There's so many people who haven't heard it. Because yeah, now, because back then it was pretty much saturated, but because people... Um, 
I think what's happening is people need. To, I want people. I'm, we're thinking about re-releasing because there's sure. so many women who are like, oh my god, I love that song. I've you know I've just heard this song or whatever and stuff. So we're thinking about that because it's 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 a blessing that Lord chose me. I mean, there's so many other women that could have sung it better. Oh no 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 no. Uh, oh, I mean, so I could just start naming off on one hand. So Lord, why don't you have me sing that song? And I don't know why, but I'm just honored that He had us do that song. That's another story behind that. But I but I got I was read back to read my brother of God's woman. That that and then we get the closer I get to you, as she said, and then that was before all the. Um, uh, marriage ministries. There wasn't anything like Jennifer, like Brenda said when we first did that. Folks said Nicholas, they say they singing love songs. They're up the devil. You know why are they singing like that? That devilish music about love. And we said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where else but in, in the church does a man need to know how to love his wife or a wife love a husband? Right. We have to be this church need yeah. to talk about this. So right. we stuck with it. People like Miles Monroe started calling Ar Bernard. Different people said, man, Tony Evans in Dallas. He said, man, don't keep doing that. Which is why we went on the We're dedicated next and love like this. Because like you like you were saying, that void, it was, as Brenda said, it was really an accident. But once we did it, people were like, we are so starved for godly music. Right. I remember when somebody said to me, the guy said, I don't want, I don't want, when I go off to my bedroom with my wife, I'd love to have something, I don't want Luther Vandross. Right. Having something Christian is just like, but a lot of people were crazy about it because like, can to be love, God, and, and love, and the man with the woman have, you know, sexual union for, it's like, that's of the devil. And like we said, wait, who created the love community? Who, who made this? Who designed a man and a woman being together physically? That's God, y'all, y'all crazy? So. I'm still so in love with you after all of these years. I'm still strong and true see God has blessed me beyond my wildest dreams to share my life with my own beauty queen so I thank the Lord for a woman like you to be with my whole life through after all of these years I still love to see you smile Barely touching, and it caused a whole firestorm. Wow. They're like, 
Are they really going to put the wow? What yeah, are they that, doing? That's, that's rated in the church. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the things that I think that they didn't even realize. Like it's funny because when when they were kind of reintroduced, I think this is all stuff that they're figuring out. Like now that it like right. actually happened, because I think they were so on the grind and just trying right. to they, they trying to get music out. Right, right. Like okay, Jesus, that is that what we're saying today? That's right, what we're saying. Right. Okay, great. You know, like, exactly. keep moving. Um, and and I think that like they they definitely changed a lot about the way Christian music is marketed. Kent Washburn, who is their business partner for years, used to be a a big producer at Motown. Oh, yeah. And he came and like and he brought that kind of Motown glitz of the marketing and production of things to what they were already doing. Like it's funny cuz I remember those album covers like yeah. like yeah, like amazing. nobody nobody was doing everybody had on choir robes. Yeah. You know what and I mean? They were, like, and they were like and they were like the black kid no and Barbie. Makeup? No, no, what no. no makeup? Like you know what I'm saying? Every, like everybody's looking up in the clouds have big robes and and we had this record yeah. in the back of where was it? I think a guy saw this in the back of somewhere. One of, one of the secular people, and he said, "Is that gospel?" Because, wow. like as Jennifer said, "Hey, don't mess up my rapper." Oh, no. <laughs> it's a classic. As, as, as Jennifer said, I probably with the per, with look. The pearls, I, I might have put that sticker with the pearls on it. So. <laughs> and Rodney, so so, but we, but she's right. Kim Washburn out of Motown, and then we said, and we said we want to market this. Differently, and then not too long after that, there were. I remember Clark Sisters and some of folks. Clark Sisters started banging. I mean, they they started to come with some nice covers. I remember. And the wine is that wine has had that great cover with them on the couch that yeah. looks like it's a sit tomorrow it's, cover. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, 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 it kind of moved away from the traditional thing of, of the way album covers were. You know, I mean, so. it was a lot of stuff. Like it was not only the album covers, but like like I, I think he kind of hit. He kind of started to say it, but really like. The reason why you have marriage ministry at your church right now is because Phil and Brenda. they did they yeah, did the gospel what a, what a songs because people like people were so frigid right. in every aspect. It's you know like you you went you churched all day you shouted and then yeah. y'all went home yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was it. Right. You know, what's that got to do with love and hug? Like that ain't got to do with God. Right, love and it, marriage and kiss it and like what, what, that, what y'all talking about? That's y'all y'all need to. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like growing up in Nicholas' home? Um, it was, you know what? Right. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Like I, I can't say that I. Wanted, that's the way. That's the way you answer. <laughs> I can't say that I ever wanted for anything. You know, I mean, I'm not talking necessarily like monetarily or anything like that. Just they were, um, they're very, very good people. So I think that 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 translates. Like it's funny. I was thinking, I was actually having this conversation with somebody. My mom and dad are low key like hippies. Not in the not in the Birkenstock. Not in the Birkenstock right, way. Right, right. But they were very um, they were very in tune with what do you feel? Express yourself. Now you have to be respectful when you express yourself. Right. But res- but we want to know what you're feeling. We want to know. What so you're it was feeling. like Will and Jada's house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was very, but but here's the funny thing about that is for a person who is eventually was going to be an artist, it was the best thing right. that I could because right. I got to get used to expressing myself. Because you work in the industry too, right? I do. I work in many facets of the industry. Um, but yes. but that's but that's but that's, I heard you big time. Are you you've done a lot of big time stuff. I you know the Lord has oddly enough blessed me to put me in these situations where sometimes you look up and you're like, how did I get here? So give us a brief history. Oh, 
Um, I I definitely work. Okay, so I came out of college. I work behind the scenes, definitely, um, for some big A-list actors. And for Willa Jada first, she started to work for Willa Jada, and then from there she went. She worked there a couple of years, and then she went for the, 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 the WB Network. Uh, which uh, you know a lot of people don't know Don off Jones WB and then she was very high up in, in there the assistant and then she went from there to the Henson Company the Muppets Jim Henson yeah. Jim Henson worked for directly with Lisa Lisa Henson, Henson Jim Henson's who, daughter after he died she you know took it over and then went from there I did a couple I think a quick stamp and then went to Fox Sports there just in time to help produce the Super Bowl in, in 2012 at the Meadowlands last time Fox Fox Sports had the Super Bowl. Yeah, but every three years. They, 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 it goes from station to station. I don't know if you yeah. knew that, but like, so Fox Sports had the last time they had it, she was there, and she'll be, uh, they have it next year. We have it this year, 17. 17, coming yeah. up in where? Uh, it's in Houston. So you'll probably see her behind oh, wow. the scenes helping to. So, so it's, that's what she's there for. I get tickets, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm hope I'm there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. While I'm trying yeah. to fall, I can fall. Yeah.
listening to the Carl Jackson Podcast. Available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast. Hey, you want to hear inspirational music and talk? Download the CJC radio app right now in the App Store. What are you waiting for? Download it now.